Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And we have a special guest host with us today. Her name is Morgan Lindsay. She did the artwork that you see every week when you listen to us. So, Morgan. Hi. I'm Morgan. So... We had an exciting weekend this weekend. We did. We had a lot of fun this weekend, actually. We had, it was packed, jam-packed. Friday night, we all went to, we all met up with a friend, Steph, who mm-hmm. surprised you. I know. My Successful friend. Successful surprise. Yeah. She was a maid of honor at my wedding. She surprised me. Sam was hosting a Friendsgiving, didn't know she was going to come down. Morgan didn't know she was going to I had no idea until... I texted you. I, on Friday. I ruined the surprise. <laughs> I literally ruined the surprise for Morgan. So, but no, it was really exciting. So, and you did not see it coming at all. I did so not. I, did I was just... honestly very confused. I thought, oh wow, they're at the same restaurant that we are. <laughs> what are the odds? Wait. They live in New York, but what? What are the odds <laughs> that Steph is at the same restaurant? Yeah, I got very confused. I saw them walk up, and I was like, oh wow, that's weird. And then I was like, oh shit, like no, wait, what? What? <laughs> I'd like to go on record and say I'm a great secret keeper because I knew this for a week. And it was very hard. Every single yeah. time Kelly was talking about what are we going to do this weekend, I was like, oh, but what about seven? I can't say it. How I can't did, say. How did that come about? Um, Steph texted me about Friendsgiving saying that she thought she was going to come down and surprise Kelly for, because for the uh, matron, and, matron of Honor gift. Yep. She asked me to be her Matron of Honor in her wedding next year, which is really exciting. So it was a great surprise. So she told me that she was going to come, and then I asked her, does Kelly know? She said no, so my lips are sealed. And she told Ted, too. She couldn't tell Morgan. Very good secret keeper. Yeah, I had no idea. I wasn't going to go to the brunch that was the next day on Saturday because I had a lot to do. And And then she was here. Yeah, then you spilled the secret, so I thought I had to hide tell her. Self into Baltimore. Yeah. So we spent most of the day at brunch, honestly. We were there all day. We brunch hard. We, I ate so we many chicken tenders. We did. We just you sit there. Well, I didn't even think today was going to be like a hard brunching day. Like, like it just somehow happens Sunday. No, today. Yeah, I thought we were going to go to like I don't know a place that doesn't do brunch, like Spoons or Blue Moon or something like that, and then we do bottomless mimosas for five hours. Well, we didn't go to a place that did brunch. We just went to a place that had brunch, and also had bottomless mimosas. That is true. Um, but, yeah, we've been... We're going all day. We just got yeah. back from brunch. Friendsgiving we, was success- successful. A lot of food. I thought it was. Lots of food. There was an oven incident, but you guys managed to... It was a smoky oven. You guys managed to overcome it pretty gracefully, I we, thought. We made it work. Yeah. That's, that's what... Like, Friendsgiving is out. You just all come together. You make it work. Everybody was happy. Nobody knew. Well, not nobody, but... Everyone knew. (laughs) Everybody knew, but you you managed to make the food just as good as it would have been with an oven. Exactly. Everything was already pre-cooked. Exactly. It was just about warming things. Yeah. There, a lot of smoke at one point in the kitchen, but it was fine. No smoke alarms went off. No. And that's what's important. There's no fires. And... Sam also made a drink. It was great. She ran out of the supplies to refill the drink. So, like, you live and you learn. Next year, yeah. you buy more alcohol. Honestly, I thought it was going to be me drinking that whole pitcher by myself. I was like, nobody's going to drink this. So when it ran out, I was like, shit. What am I going to do now? I felt like an asshole. But you know what? We made it work. We 
just like did a mocktail of it with the Moscato, cranberry juice. If anybody ever wants a hit drink, you just do champagne, cranberry juice, diet cranberry juice so that people don't get sick. You don't, they don't, they don't need the sugar. Well, you know what? If you're 21 and under, you can do the sugar. Maybe 22. Oh, so we're condoning underage drinking. <laughs> oh, 21 and Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry. If you were legal drinking age, 21 to 22, maybe 23, you can have the sugar. Once you hit 24, you don't want the sugar anymore. Um, I was noticing that, that you always make, every time I go to your townhouse, you always make really good drinks. And is it the cranberry juice? Is that the secret you know what? Last year I did do a because cranberry juice it, one. I knew it. I knew there was something. It's something about the cranberry juice that masks the alcohol taste. It does. It's a secret. And you know what? Every Most people like cranberry juice. Right. I don't yeah. like cranberry vodka drinks. Yeah. Like, I don't like a cranberry vodka, like a cosmopolitan, but if you put cranberry with any cranberry. other drink. Yeah. Because it's, it's not really too good. sweet. The diet cranberry yeah. is what gets it. If you do it too and sugary, it, it kills it and your throat starts to hurt and you can't drink a lot of it. If you do the diet, it doesn't have a lot of sugar. I don't know. It's Talk about throat hurting. Our mas- Moscow mules that we tried to make were, sh- it, I, it was like the ginger was strong, the vodka was strong, and like they were working against <laughs> each other. But you guys tried. I'm also, uh, but I made mine terrible. You didn't make mine. I made mine. That's okay. Good. <laughs> so we can't all be so on one. Yeah, it's not all on me. I am not a great drink maker. I usually do about half and half. So half alcohol, half, half definitely not with the proportions. No, it's not. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that yours was bad for your own because of your well, own thank making. You. <laughs> well, surprisingly, I did not wake up with a hangover today. Me neither. And we drank literally all day yesterday. I feel like for the past two and a half days, yeah, it's just been straight drinking. But I still don't feel bad. I don't know. I took cheers. On Friday, didn't like it when I woke up. Really? Had a headache all day. I bought it, but I didn't try it. I didn't even use it. But you know what? I feel like it's the timing of the drinking. Like, the spacing has been enough. I don't think anything's going to help a hangover <laughs> when you're going to have a severe hangover. Yeah. Like, you're going to get the hangover regardless of whatever preventative right. steps you take. So It's like throwing a deck chair off the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have it. We can try to stop it, but... <laughs> It's still gonna happen. It's still gonna happen. Oh. But yeah, nothing else really happened this weekend. No. But. It was all that. It was, it was, honestly, I feel like we've been busy the majority of it. I had my nice two little hour nap, and that was the break. We had watched some Vanderpump Rules. Guys, I finally watched Vanderpump Rules. We got Kelly to start it. So, Morgan made me start on season one, episode one. So, <laughs> so she'll be ready, hopefully. At least you'll have some sort of overview for when it actually starts back I don't up. know. There's a lot yeah. of seasons. Yeah. You'll have some overview. You'll I heard C- Morgan said season one, season two, and then you can kind of like. You once, can pick and choose from there. I think season one and season two are really good because it's the most least influenced by scripts, by producers, any of that kind of stuff that you can blame on reality television. It seems very raw. Um after that, you get invested in the characters and you just watch from there. And it's good because you like the characters. No, I agree. It's It gets definitely more manufactured, especially the storylines. I think mm-hmm. they probably really There's had an to element. sit and come up with what their storyline was going to be versus the first couple seasons. It was friends who worked together and dated each other. And it was all this co 
mingling, habitating, whatever, yeah. and it worked. And it felt like producers were trying to just catch up with, yes. with the pace at, at which it was going. It's like season, I mean, episode three, Stasi and Jax are breaking up, I, even though in the, episode one they are this, you know... Loving couple that are going to get yeah, married. Yeah, the, the epitome of... It's also a couple. It's weird watching it because, like, I've heard about Stassi. I've heard about Jax. Like, I've heard about all these people because they're, there's so many crossovers mm-hmm. with, like, even, like, trying to stay up to date on Instagram with, like, who's mm-hmm. dating. Like, there's so much crossover with the Vanderpump people that I know that Jax just got. Like, I know, like, their current lives. And mm-hmm. now I'm watching season one, episode one. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, you just did, like, in real life. And I'm like, that was eight seasons ago. Which is yeah. crazy. It is wild to think that it's been on for eight seasons already. It feels like it's hasn't it's, been that long. It's flown by. But I think it was so organic in the beginning because they didn't yeah. know yeah. exactly what it was going to be. They also came in at that like perfect reality TV show time of like things were just starting to ramp yes. up with the reality mm-hmm. TV show world that this is what – it stayed on that long. Because like other shows have tried after that that have had a similar like – theme of Vanderpump and they haven't been able to get that much attention so well it doesn't work as much because now it's like people are going on reality tv because they want to make some money so they will put whatever out there they will fabricate whatever they can so that they can have this successful show where this was like they just went in there with their lives as is and as it went on it obviously became more manufactured yeah and I think one of the interesting things with Vanderpump Rules is Bravo, a lot of the reality television shows were all about people that you kind of aspire to. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, but like the housewives. Everybody's yeah, a housewife. Yeah. Everybody has made, has been successful. Everybody has done something that is at least admirable in some way. And these people are waiters and Mo- waitresses. Like, quote-unquote models. Yeah, who are at the bottom who are trying to make it big, and it's kind of or you can look at things and be like, oh, well, this kind of relates to what I've been yeah. doing, dealing yeah. with. There was episode one, I turned to Morgan, and I was like, there are stains all over that wall. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, little things like that of like, if it was the housewives, it would be a perfect house. Like, yeah. not like a hole in the wall here with like, scratch marks and right. like all right. this stuff, so... And they lead these glamorous lives, and then you look in their bathroom cabinets as, like, uh, clean and clear moisturizer and stained walls and all of that stuff, which is very, you know. Far from what Bravo had done. Yes. Yes. It's relatable. Yeah. Which is, when you have all the housewives and million-dollar listings and all these shows about yeah. even below deck, like. Yeah, it's all about mm -hmm. uber-wealthy. Sometimes you need just the one show that's, like, hey, I kind of feel like I've been through the similar situation. And the more they go through it, the more you see it, especially with the places that they were living in, where there's, every once in a while you'll get, like, a taste of, oh, their electricity doesn't work the way a normal electricity (laughs) should work, and you can't run these two things at the same time without (laughs) the whole house going dark. It almost makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. Yeah, it it does. The housewives is something to aspire to. Mm -hmm. Vanderpump Rules makes you feel like, okay, my life is not that great. (laughs) It's not that (laughs) shitty. No, yeah. But I will continue to watch it. Okay. 
I am gonna, I said this about the challenge and I caught up to the challenge. So I have mm-hmm. to do it with Vanderpump. Everyone has literally been saying you have to watch it before the new season comes out. So you'll give regular updates. <laughs> I will. Great. But 90 Day Fiance, speaking of like people that are living their true life, their real life, because I do not aspire. No, I to be anyone on Ninety Day Fiance. No, I have no maybe desire. Michael. You know what? His, his life is pretty. I no. I would be a wine connoisseur. I don't know anything about wine, but I would be one. I honestly, we know we know some things about wine. I know there's dry wine. I know there's sweet wine. But I don't know. There's an element where anybody, even as as well off as that guy makes himself out to be, there's gotta be an element of, I don't know, some screw, not a screw loose, but some aspect where you're thinking, why are we where we are? So I think he's very wealthy. I think he did meet this woman in Colombia, Brazil, one of the, on a yacht. So I do think there's that. I think that's totally truthful. Mm -hmm. And then, but at the same time, it's like, if you're this wealthy, why are you going on 90 Day Fiance? Right. That's the weird part. Like, I do believe he is that wealthy. I do. Like, I honestly do. He's in a very lucrative field. Yeah. But, like... I also think he's in a pretty flashy field. Wine yeah. wine is a flashy field. Wine is where they they take stock in what car you drive. They take stock in, you know, the way you dress. It, it doesn't necessarily mean what's I mean, in your actual bank account. It's how you present yourself. He showed up to the airport to pick Juliana up in a stretch Hummer. I'm sorry. When, how old is he? At least 50-something. He's at least in his 50s. What 50-year-old be- man is showing up in a stretch Hummer? Like, Beyond this is not Hummer prom. Age. This is not, like... That's what 18-year-olds do. But that was so funny, that meme you send me. It's like when you try and relate to mm-hmm. your young what, your young fiancé, so you show up in a stretch limo like she's going to prom. Like, so that is true. a prom car. That is a prom yeah. car. And he it whips is. out a bottle of champagne, and she he's like, look at the year. It says 1996. And he goes, that's the year you're, that's the year you're born. Like, when he said 1996, I thought, holy shit. She is young. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the, like, I knew she was young. But when you yeah. hear the year she was born, it's like, fuck. <laughs> when she showed up to the house and she's, you know, standing side by side with his kids, my first thought was she looks like she's the babysitter. She, she does, does not look like this well, is his fiance. There's a lot of people online. So she didn't get the tourist visa because the U.S. government essentially thought she was a prostitute mm-hmm. because of she's a model and goes on these yachts. Like, yeah, like things happen, but a lot of people were wondering why she didn't get, like, they have au pair visas and like why he didn't just bring her, like if he wasn't a hundred percent sure and wanted her to come over to meet the kids and like get her an au pair visa. And it's not that weird that a rich husband dates the au pair. So like, I feel like that happens all the time. Yeah. And why didn't they? I don't know. His lawyer said K1. So he did K1. He had to have had it in his mind. That this is the person he wants to marry. Yeah. Because then you have those 90 days. So I would imagine maybe that's why he didn't go with the au pair. Because he didn't think, this is just somebody I want to see what's going to happen. What did you think of the necklace? You know what? You texted me and said it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be. And I didn't think it was terrible. Honestly, I feel like I couldn't see it as much as I really wanted to. I need a close-up to yes. actually see all the colors. 
but a lot of people online are giving a lot of backlash saying it was hideous and like yes would I wear it no No. would she wear it no she's a high fashion fucking model she's it literally looks like something you go into case and it's like oh I'll just take that fifty dollars like did you see the episode Morgan no so he goes into a jeweler's and he he says I want something that represents the U.S. and Brazil so can it be red white blue gold green I did see that. I forgot about that. <laughs> and the jeweler seemed very keen. He seemed like he knew. And it wasn't terrible. Like, I, the jeweler. I didn't see the final product. It, I saw when they went in, and I, the two guys seemed to know how they were going to pull it off. And I think but, bravo to the jeweler for not making it hideous. Yeah. But, like, there's only so much you can do with, with that color scheme. Mm-hmm. But he, There's a reason those colors don't go in flags yes. together. Like, red, white, Absolutely. and blue over here. Green and gold, like, they shouldn't come together. <laughs> and it's very difficult to come up with something like that in a pendant necklace. <laughs> That's supposed to be elegant and understated. But still, but still representing yeah. all of that. I, I like the intention. I get where his heart, he was, it was a thoughtful gift. Yeah. It was, he really put in the time to think, like, what is going to be meaningful to her? Not just some like a basic yeah. diamond necklace that any like person a tennis in bracelet has. or something like yes. that like he really thought about it so I applaud him for that I mean if I was her I would have rather the diamond tennis bracelet but right but I guess you can't fault him for coming up with something that's no, he very tried. meaningful and thoughtful. he tried and she was nice about it she was and she liked it I didn't see uh, what she got it. I mean like what are you supposed to say? Yeah. Like, this fucking hideous? I mean, there what have was... been episodes of 90 Day Fiance where they're like, what is this? So... What, did she like it, though? She didn't like it, but she was gracious about it? I think she was gracious. She was gracious. I don't know. But she models in London for, like, Elle and stuff like that. Really? Like, she's an actual model. Like, she doesn't... I thought she was a model. I just didn't know what to what caliber. Yeah, no. Check out her Instagram. Like, wow. it is crazy. She doesn't want a grandma pendant. Like... Yeah, and that's kind Especially of what... Especially That's what it was. But he tried. He tried. And that's what counts, right? His kids absolutely love her. You know, they it do? was precious. Mm-hmm. So cute. Mm-hmm. They made that whole meal for her with the cake and the foods that are from her home country. The kids on that show are mm-hmm. honestly the smartest people that have ever mm-hmm. been on 90 Day Fiance. They literally, they looked up and researched her hometown mm-hmm. and her country and stuff. And it was like, we know avocados are dessert from where you're from. So we put avocados with the fruit salad and we can oh. have it with the cake. And they were like, we did the research and stuff. There are people that I watch on the show and it's like, you know nothing about that culture. But these little kids have done more research than anyone on this show has ever done. With a Google search. With a Google. <laughs> they are the two wisest people on the show. Yeah. Insane. In these little tiny bodies. <laughs> I've seen some of the comments that they've made with where they were comparing themselves, where they were comparing her more to themselves than they were comparing her to their stepmom. Yes. Yeah. It's more like a it's sister. Very wise. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's like a friend to them. Mm-hmm. But it's cute. They obviously adore her. Mm-hmm. I think it's obvious that she has love for them. Yeah. So this this is a couple where I can maybe see working. I think that at some point, the age difference is going to be. She's going to want kids. Yeah, it's 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 a big age difference where I think at some point it's going to come into play. Wait, she, no. how old is she? Twenty three. Yeah, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, there's no way that she doesn't think she might possibly want kids at some point. I think he'll have kids with her. I would think so too. I think that 
the issue is going to be, I'm not saying necessarily right now, but later in life when you're 70 years old and your fiance or your wife is whatever, 50 something, 40 something, you want different things in life. You're 70 years old. You want to retire. You want to relax. 40 years old. You're still living in theory in a prime time of your life where you're active. You're wanting to do things and be involved. Yeah. I think that that's where that comes into play is later in life. Not maybe necessarily now. Yeah. Yeah, No, Mm -hmm. definitely. But I agree that when you marry somebody older, as you age, the age different gets more apparent. Yes. Well, it decreases when you get older, but it's when it's at a certain point, there's no way that it can decrease. 60 and 70 is not as big of a difference as 20 and 30, but, but as 70 and 40 is still very big. Yeah. Yeah. And there's never a way that that can decrease. Yeah. But I think they're fine. Like, Right for right now, I think they're good right now. I agree. Um, Marcel and Anna, they're not going to work out. No, not they're worse with the translator app than like Paul and Carini. Like everyone, like it's every sentence. I haven't seen the latest episode, but I was really rooting for them. But also, like, going to work out. I don't think so. The fact that he he cannot tell his parents that she had children out of wedlock. Yeah, and I think he's still on the impression that maybe there's a chance that she's just going to come to Turkey with him mm-hmm. and leave her children behind, which is very she's obvious. Gonna she's it. never going to do that. I mean, she said it in, the, in her interview. She said, if I have to make a choice between Marcel and my, my boys, I'm picking my boys. It's not going to be Marcel. Yeah, and that should be an obvious. Yeah, and that should yeah. be every single parent. You're always going to pick your kids, hopefully, over your significant other. I, I just saw the when I, I haven't seen the latest episode, but when they he got off the plane... Their attraction seems so innocent. It just seems very, yeah, sweet. No, I didn't they, look beyond <laughs> making it a permanent thing. No, I think it is sweet. I think the issue is going to come when he has to tell his. Yeah. Also, one, I never understand the the point of like people going on these shows, and it's like, oh well, I can't tell the secret. Why the fuck are you on TV? You're on national TV. Regardless of if your pants and turkey are watching it, you don't think somehow it's going to get the out? There's the internet. Yeah. Like, things go viral. A Google search of his name will come up. Everything they need to know. I think that culturally they're extremely different. The fact that he can't tell his parents about her kids, that's another huge thing. They don't speak the same language. They He, doesn't he does pick up anything. most English, where she doesn't pick up any Turkish. But every other sentence is yeah on the translator app. It's like... Eventually, somebody has to learn the language, and if, you know, if he's, technically, if he's living in America, I would think it would be him. If she was living in Turkey, it would be her. But didn't Paul and Karini do it? But Karini learned English. Somebody Mm -hmm. has to want to learn the other language, and it doesn't feel to me like either one of them wants to learn the other language. They talked for how long? Like, you learn something. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Emily in fucking Russia. She doesn't know any Russian. And I, I was surprised that by that for a woman that has been living there on her own besides being with, being there for a man. And she's an English teacher. She has yeah. a job. Like, that birth was terrifying. That, that was like what nightmares are made of. I, what happened? No, the biggest nightmare is if TLC 
decided to show my thighs being strapped to a table. No. She got a C-section and her, she's pregnant. So like, and it's not the best thing. And like, like lighting and like, it's bright lights. And I guess for, I don't, I don't think they do that in the U.S. because you're numb so. from the body yeah. down. But in Russia, it were, ever she was giving birth, they literally took straps strapped her legs to the table and she had a gown on and they had to have the gown up because like she was having a c-section and tlc zooms in to her thighs and there's like cellulite and everything because they're being squished down by the straps like i would be pissed off if i was her and what happened after that the whole it was terrifying she's giving birth for multiple 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 hours and doesn't know any Russian, so Sasha has to be there the entire time. And the baby's like facing the wrong way, which is why I got when she was saying, you know, I can't do this anymore. She was doing it for hours, and it was, the baby wasn't going to come out that way. The so baby I could was see breech. that. I don't think it was fully breached, but, like, the baby was, like, was the head the wasn't way. aligned. So, like, the baby was sideways a little bit, and they were still having her push and push and push, and nothing was coming out. So I could oh see at God. that point why any sane person would be like, I can't do this anymore. I'm pushing. I don't understand how they didn't know that. Because they don't have the the technology there, which is the reason I would never in a million years want to give birth in Russia. I would give birth next to a dumpster before (laughs) I give birth in Russia. It's insane. It was terrifying. And also it's like very uncommon for the male to be in the birthing room with you. And the only reason Sasha was there was because he needed to translate. It was terrifying. She was in that steel frame bed. The doctor looked like he was out of a freaking 1950s, like, horror movie. It was, it was terrible. I don't know how she did it, so kudos to you, Emily. And then, is the baby okay? The baby didn't cry at first. They, oh my god. They took the baby out, and, like, it wasn't crying, and I was like, holy shit, did TLC just show, like, like, yeah. yeah, and I was like, there's no way, and then the baby cried eventually, and I was like, panic like I was having panic in like I couldn't I didn't know what to do let alone like what are they doing like I was in full panic mode for her oh and then he was trying to translate to her parents because her parents obviously aren't there so he's trying to explain what's happening to the parents back in the U.S. and it's just like it was a cluster and we know he's a shit translator from the dinner from last week with his Mm ex-wife so for that it was just an altogether mess, and uh, you know what? Props to her for getting through it, because I would have been done with that shit. So the baby is happy and healthy? Baby's happy and healthy. Baby's name is Dave. Oh, it's a, name. It's a boy. Yeah. Not David. Dave. Just Dave. Just Dave. <laughs> old Dave. Just Wait. Dave. Is there a male name? I have no idea. I don't remember. All we heard was Dave. Dave. Sasha okay. looked at the baby and said, Dave. But that was it for that couple. For that yeah. week. I don't see them lasting either. That's still my prediction. It... No, definitely not. His track record has already proven that he's going to knock someone else up in a few months. So. He's going to go to America, get the better opportunity, and then find somebody else who can get him something else. I I have always been very intrigued by his history. Just because he's had such a repetitive history. Yeah, How does one not... I because overanalyze least, everything, and I feel like I would look at that and think of that as a big red flag. Emily is sitting there thinking, his ex-wives are crazy. I'm different. But 
and I'm not blaming him for anything, and I'm not I'm not coming to any assumptions. But there's one common denominator between all, all of them, yeah. and it and he has, it's not like he has children like years later, right? It's right away. But yeah, he didn't he leave the first wife because he the was other one was pregnant. Up with the other one, yeah. It's the same thing where think as women, we tend to think I can fix this person. I'm going to be the different person. I'm going to be the different factor mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And somebody will only change if they want to change. You can't change a person. No matter how hard you try. Exactly. I, one of the big things I feel like I've learned is that women always want to change. You always want to be the person that is different for the guy. And they'll change if they want to change, but it won't really be because of... It's not because of you. You. It's because they there's something in them that works. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to work out. He's going to get to the U.S. He's going to hold out until he gets his green card. Then he's going to leave her. 100%. Oh, boy. So that couple, done. I'm not really super invested in their relationship status. Annie and Robert. They, they are another couple. There is no way in hell they are even making it to the marriage day. Don't even say that because what was last week's episode? I said I would troll her. I will troll her on Instagram if she breaks up with Robert. So it's going to happen. Refresh my memory. So Annie is the one from the Dominican. Oh. And Robert has a really cute little boy boy. who is in love with Annie. And like I said last week, like if Annie fucks them over, Mm -hmm. she's done. She's dead in my book. Like never speaking about her again. She thought that. She was going to come to America and get Chanel and Versace and Dolce & Gabbana on an Uber driver salary. I'm sorry, ma'am. He's not driving an Uber X or, I mean, an Uber Black. He's driving, like, probably a Toyota. <laughs> You're not getting Chanel and Versace. Fine. You should have found another man if that was your agenda. But also, how did she not – how could she not tell she was at a thrift store? I don't know if that's a is, is it a con as much of a concept in Dominican Republic. No, like here, thrift stores are very much like you want to go to the thrift store because there are those high end thrift stores of like Buffalo Exchange or like anything like that of like the real real. Yeah, like you're gonna find things that are really good at thrift stores, but like down there and other cultures, like you don't want secondhand things. So like, but how did like it probably said thrift store on the front of the sign like let's be honest probably this is this is my other thought though with Annie and Robert this whole entire fight is she did say he promised me all these things and i got here and they didn't happen so we don't know what happened prior to she's been coming. there for a fucking day but we don't know how do we know yeah. there were having been months of conversations of him saying i'm going to buy you designer clothes i'm going to buy you this and this and this and if you are coming to this country expecting certain things I could see you would be a little bit, not upset because you're not getting those things, but maybe upset because you're thinking, this man told me he was going to give me all this, and he's not owning up or living to, up to any of it. What else is he going to lie about? Not to bring it all the way back to season one, two, not sure which season, <laughs> um, but the Anfisa George. and George. Um, but the only difference the is George had money. Because he was a drug dealer. But <laughs> but it was still the same thing where he was promising her all of this yeah. stuff. And she was coming to the United States. Wanted the Chanel thinking, bag. Wanted, yeah. Yeah. And at first you're thinking, oh my gosh, this girl is too much. She, This girl thinks, oh, she's expecting all this stuff. 
But then you kind but of see, like Anfisa. I know, but then then you start to peel away the layers and you start to see, well, you know, people have different terms in their relationships. They define relationships differently. And she thought she came to the United States, she gave up a lot in Russia or wherever, you know, be with her family and stuff. The and only, he promised all this stuff, and then he's the not only delivering. delivering. No, but the only, like, Annie and Robert met for one day. On mm-hmm. Visa and George, George would spend so much money, and they would travel the world together. So, mm-hmm. like, when you're doing that and staying in fancy hotels yeah. and doing all that, I don't, I understand why Anfisa had these high expectations yeah. of there's the relationship. There's more evidence of yeah. it. There's more evidence of, like, he's already spending this much money once I get to the U.S. We're going to continue to spend that much money. Where... Annie and Robert, they met for eight hours because he went on a cruise. What's up with these eight-hour relationship? <laughs> that was the tester. Things. He was like, let me test this for eight hours. I don't want to commit to a whole week or even a weekend. Test yeah. it out for eight hours and see if I like it. And it doesn't even cost that much to fly to the Dominican. Like, and you thought this man was going to buy you Chanel. Like, I don't know. Wasn't, um... The last couple brawl lady. Uh, Darcy. Darcy. No. No. She owns a bra shop. Oh, she's really, she's cool. She's funny. And she, um. The one that, the guy was from the Dominican. Molly. Molly. Yeah. Yes, I love her. They, Molly does pillow talk and she was watching this and they said the comment about people from the Dominican. She goes, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> it's, it sounded very similar to, yeah. to what she went through, where it was an eight-hour kind of thing, where she was there. They fell in love. He came here. It was within a, a day or two, you know. When and they, now they're not together, so surprise. I, that dinner that they went to, where they argued the whole time, instead of maybe trying to start a fresh page, okay, this is not what you expected from the shopping day. Let's forget about it and have a good dinner. But then everything turned out fine because he was like, oh, I bought you this lingerie. That's Honestly, just... like, she wanted the iPhone. You probably spent... How much money on lingerie? It's expensive. Like, lingerie is expensive. Yeah. And that oh wasn't shitty no, shit. No, it was like, nice. Lingerie is like $30 for a pair of underwear. Yeah. Like, he went to a nice store. It was like a nice bag. Mm-hmm. And, like, he probably dropped because he bought multiple pieces. Like, $300, $400. Yeah, easily. So, like, like, he could have bought her a fucking phone. A cheap, like, he could buy her an iPhone 6 on Facebook Marketplace for 50 bucks. So, <laughs> But that's what this feels like. Looking? Oh, that's where I got this one. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he didn't have to buy her the lingerie. But this is... Very this true. Seems like this is a relationship that they're going to have set up on the show, is that they're going to argue, and somehow sex is going to fix their problems, but that's not... A relationship is not made up mm-hmm. that way. It's not going to work that way. So, for those reasons alone, and I don't see it working. Yeah. I'm not invested in them either. You learned that in your early 20s, that sex does not a relationship make. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, it can only solve for so much. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, it's going to stop working, and you have to actually work on your issues, and I don't know that. I don't know that she wants to work on the issues. He seems very level-headed and very reasonable when he's having conversations with her, like, what, you're just going to storm out on me every single time we have an argument? Yeah. Very reasonable. She seems like it's my way or the highway. Yeah. What about Michael? No, not Michael. Sinjin and Tanya. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't feel like there was that much <laughs> that happened with them. They went to dinner. 
they had that conversation oh, about yeah. children, which I half listened to because it was just Ever since I read the New York Times article, everything for them is so scripted that I'm just over them. It like, was a New York Times article? Yeah. So basically, it was a few months before the show came out, and they were talking about how they want to re-record things. They practice, they practice things to talk through, and they're like individual like uh, thing so yeah i gave kind of a behind the scenes mm-hmm. look at it um the last episode i saw was where she blindfolded him and made him walk through times square which i felt was something i would never do <laughs> no matter who was making me do it and then she brought out this banner which i thought was the worst thing in the world i would never <laughs> want a banner like that that just said she Thanks for giving up. What was it? Thanks for giving up everything. Welcome to America, period. Like, sh- I, I, I'm like. There was a lot going on in, in that episode that I watched. So this episode, their her friends are still there. And like, why are her friends still that, there? That's like, what I was saying. It just felt very awkward. If you can't be with him, you've lived with him for months. If you can't be with him alone without yeah, your friends. Like, you, this is the first time you're seeing him yeah. in months. Like. And your timing, like, when you can have alone time, it's just yeah. very weird. So, like, they're sitting down, and the friends are like, well, what what do you want to do, like, career-wise? Like, when you finally get the mm-hmm. visa and can start working, what do you want to do? He's like, I don't know. I want to be a firefighter, a Hollywood actor, bartender. a bartender. There was, like, a laundry list of things. And Tanya, things. <laughs> Tanya's face was like, are you fucking, opera singer. Perfect. The friends are like, just pick a lane. Just pick one. It doesn't matter. These are great dreams, but you have to pick one right now. I feel like you have to be dedicated to each of these dreams. These are not dreams that you could just pick up on a whim. These are things you need to opera singer. I thought people have to be like trained, trained, trained and like years of experience. They do. You don't pick up opera (laughs) opera singer overnight. It's not a thing that is like you know what. I'm just gonna try this out today. Make a career out of it. Also. They live in Connecticut, right? Yeah. Connecticut is not a hot spot for... No. Not that I'm aware To be of. fair, he could go into the city if he wanted to. Yeah, but... But... He also wants to be a Hollywood actor. Yeah, not in, a New York, York actor. A, a Hollywood actor. It's a different coast. <laughs> he, I don't know if... You know what? I don't know if we're the ones to talk about geography, but... <laughs> I'm not sure he knows geography either. So, I th- he's too laid back for her. He's gonna yeah. get back to New York, realize he's living in a shed, which I think he'll be fine with living in a I shed, I think so, too. I don't know if she will be after that long. Well, I keep hearing all this stuff about her. And again, I'm an episode behind. So you guys aren't going to have to fill me in. But I keep hearing all these things where everybody is saying that she's this type A personality. And she's this big protester and all of this stuff. But I have yet to see this because she keeps talking about how great he is. And they keep focusing on this laid back. No, kind she of. is very, like, she brings up children, and she's like, I put off my life to have children. I want to have children by 30, and if you don't want to have children, I'm still going to have children. I'm going to go to the sperm bank. And it's like, whoa, like, lady, calm the fuck down. You can yeah. see it seeping through the cracks. Or, yeah. The type A. Oh, that maybe wasn't as in your face And, before. like, the thing is, like, she wasn't type A when they met because she was on vacation. So, like, yeah. you're laid back when you're on vacation, and you're in South Africa, you're on safaris, and you met him at a bar, like... Yeah. yeah, you're going to be more relaxed, and now you're at home living in a shed trying to figure out when you're going to have kids. You can't have kids in a shed. Like, not I mean, I get, you, can, you can, but... It's, it's not going to work out. That not one either. I think we're done. I'm done with that one. I'm not invested at all. And they were, we're supposed to be, like, the, the... The favorite couple. The favorite couple from TLC's aspect. 
I'm really? Mm-hmm. So, who are you both invested in? None. None. No one. So far? <laughs> you know what? I could get on board with... Michael and Juliana. Michael and Juliana, because I feel their connection really? is real. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though, besides the age, I think that they're both really willing to make it work. They're willing to make it work, and, like, they'll give each other the space when needed, where yes. everyone else, I think, is just a train wreck. Yeah, I don't... Also, other like, them, there's mm-hmm. too many Michaels on this season. Because we just met the new... There's a new couple on this <gasps> season episode that just aired. Have I missed named it? My, yeah, named Michael, and, like, there was a woman... He's dating a woman from the Ukraine, and... Or just Ukraine. It's not the Ukraine. But yeah. Ukraine... And so there's that Michael, then there's Michael and Juliana, and then Angela and Michael are going to be on it. It's too much. Also, I think there's way too many couples on this season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's usually like this, but... There's usually not this many. And then there's one more couple that we haven't met. It's the guy from... I think he's from L.A., and he's dating a Finnish girl, so... It's too much. It's like, I don't have time to even care about this many people. I don't have time to care about this many people, plus the other reality shows I watch. So you need to give me three <laughs> or four couples to care about, and then maybe I'll be invested, but... You can meet seven couples. I don't give a fuck about one. Well, that's why the Kardashians is so great because you only have to focus on three people. So actually, everybody else is very secondary. Secondary. It's like Chloe, the three. That's all. The Jenners aren't even involved anymore. So no, they're not. So speaking of Kardashians, we have the party for North and Penelope, and this whole Candy Land. Debacle. Debacle. I. You can't have a Candyland theme without fucking candy. I agree. I agree on that point. But I think that there was a point to be made where there is candy for kids that still tastes good. That's not. Not saying that's the candy I would have, but (laughs) there's candy that is for kids that's not filled with artificial sugar or whatever. There's there's healthier alternative candy yeah that tastes good it, it wasn't wouldn't be you're for having me. a candy land theme party like pull out the jolly ranchers like <laughs> i see no reason why there can't be both yeah. yeah i was gonna say not i mean i'm sure there has to be some sort of drama with it but i didn't understand why there couldn't be you know some of the mainstream candies mm-hmm. you know your dots and jolly ranchers or and then there could also be organic candy i was the, confused no, by that. But the best line was like, oh, this isn't gluten-free land. Like, <laughs> that is true. It's not gluten-free land. But it's like, there could be a middle ground, but neither of them really were seeing that middle ground. They were just seeing candy or shit. But even if you think about it, like, when you're looking at their houses whenever they're wa- doing the walkthroughs, Chloe and Kim always have those jars of candy on their tables or jars of cookies. And, like, you go to Courtney's and there's none of that stuff. So, like... But do they eat that candy? I don't think they do, do. but, like, Courtney, not Courtney, Chloe and Kim are very much, like, the sweet people. Yeah. And, like, Courtney's not that person. And she's like, it doesn't fit in with my lifestyle. This is, your child's not trying to be a push ad, like. No. Although, I will say, um, I did see before, on the Daily Mail, before I watched the episode, that they did make a comment about how Courtney and Kardashian did have a Candyland-themed party disregarding her whole entire <laughs> it upset lifestyle brand of being organic. Well, then but don't crush your daughter's dreams. Like, I don't know. Then they should have nipped it in the butt before yeah. they even started it. Like, there should not have been a, a Candyland party. Because it could have easily party. been, like, it could have been, like, North and Penelope were like, oh, we want to do a Candyland party. 
oh, okay, but I thought you liked JoJo Siwa. Do you want to do a JoJo Siwa party? Like, yeah, they're very, they're seven. Like, easily. easily Very manipulated. Yeah. They could have changed the narrative. It just felt like a dumb, it felt like a dumb argument. It it felt, to me, it felt very much for a storyline. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And it to, it wasn't that interesting of a storyline. No. I feel this like it could have been Season's better. kind of lacking. Chloe it has is. OCD. Mm-hmm. It's like, who doesn't have OCD? I, listen, do I like things? Not certain, that extreme. Okay, not that extreme. <laughs> but I feel like it's heightened. I feel like it's probably very much heightened for the camera. Like, she yeah. was upset because she had to switch the colors of her drinks in her fridge. Yeah. Oh, there so are people like that, but I don't feel has, like she is. Who has a bowl of artichokes? And exactly. grapefruits next and to each other, and then put in a line. Like, yeah. great, you know, four rows of grapefruits, two rows of artichokes, in a weird, awkward line, in a bowl. Asymmetrical-shaped bowl. Like, that does not seem... No, it just felt... Like, it works. Also, you can't just eat an artichoke. Like... No. Oh, no. It felt... It, to me, it just... Again, it felt, like, not authentic. It, when she was felt- laying on the floor... Scuffing yes. out the the marks. Sc- the marks on the floor with her sweatshirt. It felt manufactured. I'm, I'm sure she, maybe she does have OCD, but I don't know that it's to that level if, if the cameras weren't around. That she's on her hands and knees on but the floor. I, honestly, she might just be like, she can focus on like making sure her house is perfect because she doesn't have to focus on the fact that Tristan Thompson is out fucking I, everyone. So I will say that I feel like if anybody could be that OCD and take the time out of their day, it would be the Kardashians. Yeah. It would be Chloe. It would be Chloe. She has so much going on in her life that, like, she wants to focus on the scratch on her wall. She doesn't want to focus on the fact that her baby daddy's setting her diamond ring. So, like... No. And then we have that scene. I didn't even watch it. I saw it in the previews, and I'm glad I didn't watch it, because this is the previews were enough for me where they're throwing food at each other. To me, it's just like, I get you're trying to make a point, but it's so t- it just you can make so the wasteful. point with like the one spoonful yes. on the table. It's you have it, to me. It just felt like you guys are so privileged that you don't even realize that you are wasting food it, and that people are we, dying for. We were watching it with Steph and Zach when they were down, and Zach made a comment of like, "Well, who's cleaning that up? Not them. Not them." It just felt like very privileged, and to me, I don't need to see that aired. I see you shouldn't have been there. It seemed like it was done for a laugh, and it got a half a laugh out of it, and mm-hmm. then it kept going on, and it was kind of like, oh, okay, you know, we get it. They just stopped. Yeah, and when you're, you're, I don't watch the Kardashians. This is the first episode I've seen since baby season three. <laughs> um, but when you're looking at all of this, this beautiful houses and all of these all the things, white and... and then you're seeing they're just tossing a salad, which is. It could have lasted me four days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that I need, you know, that I need that salad, but it felt a little frivolous. Like, honestly, they could have ended the scene where the little salad, there's a plate of salad yeah. being thrown, and that's all. You didn't have to throw the yeah. big bowl of salad, the pasta, the other pasta salad, like, the big ziti. You didn't yeah. have to throw all of that. It was too much to prove a point, and it went overboard to the point where it's like, now it's not funny, it's just... You're just being wasteful. It's, it's too much. It was yeah. It was too much. They they went past where it was funny. Anymore. The one salad was hilarious. It was very well timed. It was perfect. The second salad, the third salad, the pasta, <laughs> the the red juice, the pudding. Was there a pudding? Something yeah. got thrown in our face. All of that. It was take too it much. or leave it. 
Yeah, it, it it went overboard. Yeah. It came Kamal. Oh, I forgot that happened. I saw that. I, I had thoughts about that. I don't understand why they spent, what did she say? $10 million It would cost, It would cost them $10 million. It was 100000 Cost them $10 million. But, like, why didn't you do product, like, do Test any testing, like, with the name prior to releasing it? It seemed like they did. They just didn't do good enough testing. It seemed like I don't think they did any market research. They, I uh, think, if they had done one test survey, market any sort of like small market research with a test group, I think at least one person would have said, eh, "I don't know about this." And Honestly, like I didn't even think of like the cultural appropriation at first. I thought like. Why are you making a kimono? Doesn't rate like I'm not thinking like shapewear. No, I was confused by that too because I again haven't watched Kardashians, but I am an avid um, Daily Mail fan, and I have seen an article where they were talking about Kim's kimono being a cultural appropriation, and I read the headline and passed on, and I thought that she actually came out with a line of kimonos that was. <laughs> Um, not appropriate. And then today I realized it was... It was shapewear. It was shapewear labeled kimono. It, com- like, which started to put pieces together where it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't even make sense to begin with. And then you're going to name something after a garment that already exists to begin mm. with. And it's associated with the culture. It just... it None of it made sense. I think skims works. And you're not... There's no such thing as skims to begin with. So you're not naming yeah, it after right. something where there's going to be some sort of issue. I also had a little bit of trouble believing Kim when she said that she did a lot of market research yeah. and that there were dozens of employees and executives that said that they liked the term kimono and that nobody raised any issue with the fact that it might be cultural appropriation. I felt like there had to have been somebody Someone. especially in this day and age where mm-hmm. everybody is woke everybody is looking to point fingers yes. at somebody and say that you are not doing what you should be doing or you're not politically correct i have a hard time believing that but i could see it if she has a team full of yes people and yeah. not well, somebody we saw that yes. no in the episode she literally said do you guys like skim <laughs> and people raise their hand and then she's like do you like skims and then everyone raised their hand like no one said, no, Kim, I don't like that. So she, if you have yes people, nobody's going to step in and say, mm, I don't know if this is the best name or best idea. They're just I'm sorry, with you. but isn't her husband supposed to be the most woke out of everyone in the whole entire world? He is not woke. He he's is not woke, woke at all. <laughs> He's he so problematic. He, uh, he's a whole nother issue in itself. Like, he didn't say anything? But I don't know. It was a whole mess. I, I think that at the end of the day, it, it wasn't. Out. It worked out. It wasn't costing them that much to fix the, all the products, and they seem to be a hit, regardless of. Did you guys see? So they were showing the um, the boxes that they sent to all the influencers mm-hmm. that has every single fucking color. Did you guys see? Um, shoot, all the fashion editors just came out saying like for this Christmas, like. Do not do that. Like, do not send us, like, all these boxes with every single shade of makeup and every... Like, it's wasteful. Yeah, it is wasteful. Mm-hmm. But... And, like, you... Do, I'm sorry. My skin tone does not need 
something that's super dark, like, or something that's super light. Like, I need a medium. Do not send me every single skin tone. To be fair, it's wasteful, but to be fair, I think a lot of those influencers, like these YouTube bloggers, they end up doing giveaways. No, they do. But at the same time, like, you're wasting so much, like, packing and all the stuff that goes into it. So they're saying don't send us eight shades. Send us three shades of something. So, like, some people are, like, on board with, like, the don't send me everything, but then some people are coming out and it's like, oh, so you want to pick what they send you. And it's, like, coming across as that. But, like, I get it. Like, don't send me a million things that I'm not ever going to use. Send me, like, the list of things and then let me pick one item off of there. I get both. Makes sense. I get both sides, but. There's no reason Kim had to send every single shade of her shapewear to people when no one's going to wear something that's not their skin tone. No. I get from a marketing standpoint that you're trying to show, look at how much we have. From an environmental, economical standpoint, it seems frivolous to send 10, 8 different shades of skimwear when you really need three for the people that are going to be opening it. Yeah, it's wasteful. The box was pretty, but it was a, it was very cool packaging, very unique idea. I don't know that they need to send everything, but who knows what they're going to do in the future. But even she does it with her makeup. Like everyone does it but with everybody, her makeup. It's everybody. Like, it's not just her. It's every major brand who sends PR packages out to people. They send everything. And that's what you don't have to. You know what the person looks like that you're sending it to. Like, And I'm hoping in this day and age that people are starting to catch on to that, that be more environmental about it and be more economical. Not even sure if I'm using those words correctly, but you don't need to send an excess amount to everybody. Yeah. And I think people are starting to catch on to that in other other markets. I work in furniture and they're definitely getting... They're getting onto that in that aspect, but hopefully they'll catch on with the makeup and beauty industry. Yeah, I'm hoping, but because it's unnecessary. Yeah, we'll see. Kardashians, that was really it. Yeah, the challenge. So the challenge, the challenge. So we start off. I don't honestly, I don't remember the beginning thing, but we let's go to the. We'll just skip to the challenge. Where there's the swimming it's the challenge. Swim, and it's a purge. I love a purge. It's like, let's just get rid of some people right Sounds now. Sounds like my skin right now. So. <laughs> let's just get rid of get, a, get rid of these people now so we don't have to delay this process. And, and I think they get to a point, too, where it's like, all right, there's too many people here. And we don't want we to do another episode. So we just need to get people out so we don't have to drag the season on longer. I don't understand. So, Kate, like, if Kaylee was swimming so slow, just drag her. Well, that's what Josh did with Nani, and it worked for him, but who knows if... Josh is strong. Yeah, Josh is very strong, and he's a good swimmer. And I think Nani's not a half-bad swimmer. I think she can hold her own. Kaylee didn't seem like she she could hold her own at all, so... But you're slower than Leroy? Leroy and Cam, who are both admittedly, self-admitted, very, very slow swimmers. Honestly, they were swimming a long distance, and I think swimming with a life jacket is hard. I think it's, it's heavier. It adds weight to you. You can't, like... You're I'm not gliding. Not, yeah. 
where if you're just doing like swimming in a pool, it adds resistance. It does, but it's a lot. Obviously, it's a liability for MTV to put these people in the water, Without not give a them a life jacket, jacket and then. God forbid a producer or crew can't get to them in time. If something does happen, they have, they're in no, trouble. No, so, it makes sense. They have to be in the life jacket, but it, it just... It makes it harder. Yeah. So, Cam and Leroy were slow. Kaylee and Joss. And then Kara and Polly, where Polly called her out. I know. Kara is going to go home next season, next episode. She She needs to go home. She is just... It's to the point where she's miserable. You can tell every single scene they show her face, she looks like she has just had the worst day of her life every every single day. And you can't have the worst day of your life every day. It just it doesn't work. That's not mentally healthy, especially when you're living there. Like yeah, and that's it's a whole other environment too where you're. I would imagine you're stressed a good portion of the time because you're worried about am I going to get eliminated? How am I going to perform in this challenge? Is our team going to win? So that on top of the whatever stress or dress she's obviously under, it's not healthy for her. She she needs very much so a break from the challenge. Yeah. The one thing that I learned, fun fact, Morgan, this man has one hand. One hand. And he had to do a challenge with ropes and pulling a rope with one hand. Like I didn't know he had one hand this whole season. He's competing with people that have two hands and they have to do all of these challenges and he is disabled. He's an amazing athlete. Jordan is truly an amazing athlete. And what happened? With the one hand? hand? I don't know. How did he lose his hand? No, you said he had to pull a rope. He did it without the hand. And he was good? And he won. He won? Mm -hmm. But he was able to do all these challenges one-handed. And... If that says anything about a true athlete, I... It is. I, and he's also I smart think, about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the thing is, when you have a handicap, I think you have to be strategic mm-hmm. about how you're playing a game. The other guy was just that. playing it with his strength, and the guy with one hand was like, I'm going to think about this a little bit more. Yeah. It. You have to, because you have no choice. And that makes you smarter, I think. Yeah. It makes you a more smart athlete when you have to think about yeah. things strategically. Yeah. I think it's easy enough. Yeah. Not easy enough, but... It's easier to train and work out and get strength and just use your strength and nothing else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to use whatever strength you have plus your mind, it's a whole nother level. It's a whole nother playing field. Yeah. So the ch- they have the challenge. Who was it? Who, who won? Was it? It was U.S. Team, mm-hmm. Obviously. It was U.S. Kaylee and Joss go home. Karma for Joss. Yeah. He set himself up for that. They got rid of... He voted off every single strong yes. person, woman, and, in the thing, so... And so he got really what was coming to him, because you're protecting... Like Tori said, you are protecting this person who can't who can't get you to the final. So it does no good of you to have your U.S. alliance, especially when it comes to something like this, where you need to do a strong player. They, they couldn't save him. No. They would... If this was solely based on... You and your partner and your performance. And whatever alliance you were in, whatever numbers you had, were not going to save you. Yeah. So I I felt not one ounce bad for him. They can't vote off the strongest people in the house and then cry when they're like, why did we lose? Because you just voted off everyone that was either smart or strong. Like, you can't send home. They're like, we'll keep the weaker people just because they'll vote for us. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't can't play another. 
no. contest. So you can't play a numbers game when your numbers aren't good. When you're when the people <laughs> on your in your numbers are not good players. Yeah. Because eventually your numbers are gonna fall apart. Yeah. Bad decision. Very um, bad. I'm also very much here for the reuniting of Kim and Leroy. Except they're on the wrong side. They're on the wrong side of history. But oh no. I like them as a couple. I loved the moment when they were waiting to see if they were going to go home or if it was going to be. And he cried. And he's crying. And, like, she, when she had her interview and she was saying, you know what? I realize at this moment how much love I really have for Leroy because I don't care if we go home. I'm just proud of him because I know that he put his heart into this and he really yeah. tried. And I feel like we get very few glimpses of actual joy and love on these shows. It's mostly hatred. It is mostly hatred. So it's, like, nice seeing that there's something. Like, there's two, at least two people. Now we have, you know, at least four that care about each other. Kara and Polly, I don't know. I'm not sure on that one. But there's at least four people who truly care about each other. So that gives me some sort of hope for this show. It gives it gives you, like, a little bit of a light, lightness. Yeah. But nothing else really happened. No, we have had the challenge. Jordan, Jordan wins. Not to say, I think that Josh he he put his heart into it. Oh, he definitely did. He wasn't think like he's not smart. I'm sorry, he's not smart. but he you know what he really tried. He literally said Ted's favorite quote of the whole season <laughs> is, "I will not let your logic intimidate me, or I will not be intimidated <laughs> by your logic." Really? <laughs> he's this he's is not the, the quote he said, but he has heart. That's really he's a good, good person. That's a good quote. <laughs> I like when he leaves. He's so precious, and he's like, "God bless you all. I really wish the best for you." These people who probably most of them were against him that hated him that hated him for this whole season, and that's that's just a sign of a good person. Yeah, Flora Bama finally back on. Didn't see this week's episode because no. my on demand's not working. We but... had some app issues, but last week it's a lot of fighting. The whole thing is fighting. There's a lot of fighting and a lot of vomiting. That's my number one pet peeve with some of these shows is like, I know what vomit looks like. I've seen it. We've all seen it. I don't need to see it on TV. It's not funny. It's not entertaining to me anymore. Let's move on from vomit. Like, honestly, if you're showing, like, someone saying, like, oh, I, like, the whole scene with Jeremiah, like, I just want to vomit, yeah. but I fucking can't That's vomit. Funny. Like, that was funny. But I don't need to see the vomit coming out of their mouth. Like, yeah, we all know what it looks oh, like. Are you seeing it? Yeah. Yes, they show it. They, they give really, you the noise. They, they, they go for it. They lean in. They really lean into the vomit, and it's unnecessary. Some shows, I feel like, do that more than others. Some try to be more discreet. This no, goes this... all for it. It goes, and you know what? It goes for it, and if this is, like, Fear Factor, I get it. That's sort of right. the name of the game with Fear Factor yeah. or something where they're eating gross shit. They're drinking. Like, they're just drinking a lot. Like, yeah. they're leaning into the vomit. And vomiting. they're showing them vomiting. Yes. Like, the guy is sitting on, like, a bench thing, and he just leans over oh. and goes like this, and you see it pouring out of his mouth. It's unnecessary. Wow. It's not inter- entertaining to me. I could live without it. Mm-hmm. This season's going to be a lot of fighting. Gus is a lot. Gus is single now, so so obviously. Spoiler well, alert: He's not with Emily. I think it's maybe Emily. You can tell but, that it's not going to work within the first thirty seconds. But also, like, if I'm dating someone that's on a reality show over the summer that I'm not part of, I know that going in. Like, I knew this is what season three, right? Yes. I know he's on a reality show mm-hmm. that is somewhat like Jersey Shore. Yes. I know what's going to happen. Like, why are you getting upset that he got drunk and didn't call you that night? 
his job is literally to get drunk in a house. I think the problem is it's just the maturity level. She's 19 years old. Yeah, she, she is very young. She's very young, so that that's part of the age where you want your boyfriend to check in on you and to be She's 19 years old dating an MTV star. Like, yeah. yeah, so I think that's just her age. I don't think it's really, like, her being, having these grand expectations. I think it's just the stage that she's in it in her life. And not for nothing, I think that she must has to know that he's a little bit untrustworthy, I would say, in yeah. my opinion. So it probably doesn't help when you don't fully and then trust you're this also, person. She's, he's in a house with, with Nilsa, that's an ex. So. so you don't fully trust this person. He's in a house with essentially an ex, and he's out getting belligerently drunk, and he doesn't call you. It raises yeah. some internal red flags. But also, it's not like he could eat. So, like, if Ted went out, right, and didn't check in with me, I would be worried because we have cell phones. They can't have cell phones. Like, yeah. they have to yeah. use a phone at the house. Like, there's an added layer of inconvenience there of, like, I can't, he can't easily shoot a yes. text message over. And mm-hmm. he would have to sit down at a phone, pull open the notebook of numbers, and then dial in. And we've grown accustomed today in being able to have instant communication with everybody. We're not used to having it be, oh, I have to wait a couple of hours until they're able to get to the phone to talk to you. You go from zero to 60, and it takes an adjustment. This girl should have known that from seeing previous seasons of, like, they're going to, and she knows, like, you know that dating someone like that, so. But isn't, but she's 19, right? Yeah. Like, she's known nothing but cell phones her whole life. True. Exactly. I, I think it's... She's no nothing but instant twofold. communication. Yeah, it's true. Never had dial-up, never had anything no. that takes time. So I think it's it's multiple things. But it, you can tell just the little bit that they're fighting. You know, how many... Do how you many, think him and Nilsa are going to hook up this season? I think... I think... I don't know if it's... I think they have chemistry. Yeah. But I think it's also, for him, convenience. I don't think... I don't see him as a person... Who's looking to really settle down right now? No, so it surprised me as a girlfriend. They're young, like no, he. I mean, he's young, but he's not nineteen. No, he's not nineteen. He shouldn't be dating a nineteen-year-old. No, he shouldn't be. I mean, maybe twenty-four. Four, maybe. I let me look it up. He's probably That's pretty that significant. Age. Nineteen is a different mindset she's than twenty-four. Yeah, it's literally oh, college. Yeah. It's the same thing we were talking about with like Michael and Juliana. When you get older, the age isn't yeah. like. As a parent, but like when you're 19 to 25, like those are it's a big difference. It's yeah, that's when you're trying to establish yourself. You're really getting yourself into a routine, right? And really more so. Her name's Lisa, not Emily. Oh, it's Lisa. Wait, her name is Lisa, not Emily. We've been calling her, her Emily. Emily this whole time. <laughs> She's not significant to the show, apparently. I haven't seen the show. I. <laughs> She's going to watch it thinking it's going to be an Emily. I have seen season one and part of season two. It's I have a lot of catching up to do. I will catch up when I go home tonight, and I will let you guys know what I thought. Lisa Burns is her name. I I I think it was very apparent from the first episode that this is not a relationship that's going to last. It's not going to stand. No, they're not together anymore, so there you go. The other So then the other thing we have is we have Candace getting into a fight. With I get it almost, though. Almost all the girls. Everyone. I get it because you're thinking for a whole year that you're going to room with a certain person and then you show up to the house and that person ditches you. It's it's hurtful when you have a friendship with somebody mm-hmm. and you think I'm gonna this is the person I'm gonna be hanging out with because I'm not so close with 
She's not so close with 40 oh, anymore. He's only 23. He is young. Okay. But, but, so, but like, when they were I probably think, dating, this is 23, current state. So, like, when they were dating, he was, what, maybe 22? 22, 22, like, early 22. When was he born? 1995. No, like, what, did it say a month March. or anything? March. Okay, so he's, he's almost 24, basically, now. I just find no excuse. I don't know. I To me, it's like, if you want to play around and date a bunch of people when you're 23, that's yeah. when you should do it. But don't have a girlfriend. And, yeah. And honestly, don't have that. I still think 23 and 19 is a big yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. You're two very state, different stages in your life. It's more of a difference than, I think, 17 and 15, yeah. probably. I agree. Yeah. I'm, you know, not condoning like <laughs> that, but I'm just saying that there's... You're going. You're going from being she's in college, just in college she's and out, being out yeah. of college yes. are two very different stages. Yeah, and she's just in college. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, she just got there. She's still like living it up in her college years. And he's not just not in college. He is not in college and on an MTV reality show yeah. where the point of it is to get drunk and make stupid decisions. Yes, yeah. it, it, that's fine. That's all. It's good all and dandy, fine, but, but don't have a girlfriend. Yeah. Don't be in a relationship. Don't don't have high expectations for the relationship. Yeah, just live your life and don't it's almost just feels like what is the point of this relationship? Yeah. You're you're leading this person on because you know that there's no way you're gonna be committed to this person on the reality show. Yeah. Um but talk about food waste. This is another show that they love waste to throw food. around food. Really? They love to throw on anything, though. Drinks, food, chairs, whatever they can get their hands they on. Look, in these past two episodes that aired, like, the season premiere, there's a chair thrown, there was beer thrown, there was a cake thrown, there was vomit everywhere, there oh was, there was just everything. So Candace gets into a fight. Yeah. Dumps beer on Nilsa. Jumps, dumps beer on Nilsa. She gets into a fight with Or Courtney. not doesn't, throws a beer can yeah, at yeah. Nilsa. A- she Amy has to go outside. She was cracking me up with her anger management exercises. One, two, three. <laughs> and it cracks me up. Yeah. That was her tool from anger management. And if that's the only tool she got, I'm happy because it brings entertainment to me. Every scene, it's always one, two, three. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I get that you went to anger management, but is it actually helping you because you only did eight hours? That oh, was an eight-hour course. That was it? That's, that's all, she had, that's all she had to do. That's all she had to do. It's for court. So we'll see how long that actually lasts. I've missed so much. <laughs> but for now, it's entertaining. Yeah. But nothing else happened. Be- vomiting, puking, fighting. Pretty much. So, vomiting and puking are I the mean, same thing. But, that, could, you know. <laughs> that could sum up most of the show. But that's really was all those episodes. We'll figure out how to watch last week's. I don't know what I, mean, I don't know what happened, but I have it recorded. It's going to air tomorrow, apparently, according to my TV. So I'm recording it because nothing else is working. This happened a few weeks ago, where I literally didn't watch any shows because nothing works. So um, Real Housewives of Jersey, I didn't watch it because I was having TV issues, and apparently that's not on demand either. So honestly, it was uneventful. So well, hopefully it'll pick up next week. I think once Danielle Staub gets more into the scene again, yeah, it'll pick up because. She always brings the content. Well, that's all we have to spill for this week. Um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Podcast Store, and Spotify. And we're going on Stitcher, or trying to go on Stitcher, and potentially tune in. And let's thank Morgan Lindsay for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for all of your beautiful <laughs> input. 
But we'll catch you guys normal time next week. So there's oh shit no it's no, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving so we're gonna have to do another Sunday what are you guys yeah do? so it'll be we'll another, do another Sunday it'll episode be another Sunday episode so we'll be delayed again so it'll be next Sunday yeah. next Sunday we'll do it and honestly like there's most of our shows come out on a Thursday and there's not gonna be any so because it's a holiday week so it yeah. might be a little bit slow maybe we'll have Ted on do another game with him but we'll see you guys next week bye bye bye. bye.